This is a HeadGum Podcast. You or Jayla? Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a line from Us Weekly's exclusive story entitled, Lauren Conrad shares her tips for planning the ultimate Friendsgiving. Ew. You ready? Yeah. To assemble her menu, the LC Lauren Conrad for Coles designer takes care of the bird since it needs to cook all day and sends an email to guests inviting them to call dibs on contributing any favorite sides for desserts. That's the only sentence, but did you hear the description? <laughs> yeah, the LC for Coles. The LC Lauren Conrad for Coles designer. That's wild. <laughs> the LC Lauren Con- LC for Lauren Conrad for Coles. LC, LC Lauren Conrad for, <laughs> for Coles. And if you, in case you didn't know what that was, fortunately that's a hyperlink. And if you <laughs> click it, it takes you to Coles. Their- their story, no, they never. Another do story ex- about. I'm sorry, Us Weekly never links externally. Us Weekly only links so to they, internal tags. So they link to a story about Elsie's line for Coles. <laughs> yes, called right. Picks. Lauren Conrad launches a maturity line for Coles. Photos. Uh, wow, and did, I was like, her advice is just tell your friends to bring stuff. And her advice is to tell your friends to bring things. Mm, honestly, great advice. Great advice for a Friendsgiving. Have friends and ask them to bring things to your house on Thanksgiving. I mean, you Perfect. can't have a Friendsgiving without friends. <laughs> no, and especially if the friends aren't giving. That's tr- <laughs> that's truly good advice. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad at her advice. She loves a casually elegant vibe, but okay, I'm done because I really can't think about Lauren Conrad anymore. I mean, just okay, I but I can just one more thing though, <laughs> Lauren. If you're like, who has friends? Like, who would you who would you think of who has friends? In Hollywood, Lauren Conrad would be the last person I would think of to have friends. She's not like a, she, you know, I don't think of her as having friends. Do you? Wait, what do you think of her as having? Money? <laughs> a child? Enemies. Yeah, I guess it's more like family. <laughs> It'd be fun to have an enemies giving where you invite all your enemies to Thanksgiving. Yeah, that'd be really fun, actually. Right? Just Wouldn't a really, be- really tense dinner. But it's all your enemies, so it's just funny because maybe they're friends and they're just enemies with you and they have a great time and you're just mad. Oh, so your enemies don't know that they're your enemies. No, they know. <laughs> Sorry, your enemies wouldn't come. Your enemies wouldn't come. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. If I chose the right people, they'd be like, why are you inviting me to a, to a friend's giving or an enemy's giving, as I would then call it. And then your enemies would have their own <laughs> back channel thread where they'd be like, did you get Lindsay's invite to her, like, fucking friend's giving? Right, but then they would have their own friend's giving and they'd have such a good time because they would just talk about me the whole time. Yes, and they wouldn't come to your Friendsgiving, and you would notice their Friendsgiving for which you were, to which you were not invited on their Instagram stories, and you'd be like, that's so annoying. But I would also be secretly happy because I'd be like, oh, they talked about me the entire time. That's <laughs> the only thing these people have in common are me and hating me. <laughs> There's so God. much self-involvement that I have all these enemies. I 100% assure you that I do not. Well, maybe I do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Look, the only way around this is to just go to Lauren Conrad's house for Friendsgiving and take the time to forget about your enemies. Just Ugh. enjoy Lauren Conrad's, like, simple, casual, let yellow elegant design. I mean, I can't wait. I'm I'm already there. I'm bringing something. Did you hear? We, she told me. <laughs> Bring something. Okay. I would love to keep this going, but we can't. We have calls to get through. It's like a who's on first routine. Is it? Yeah, but bad. Okay, what's the first call? Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Timmy calling. Uh, your local Fifth Harmony stand. 
or as we call ourselves, harmonizers. Um, I'd like to just welcome you guys to the fandom. Um, in the past, I feel like you guys have really disrespected Fifth Harmony, haven't given them enough credit, but I'm very glad that you both stand now, and I really enjoyed that segment, even though Bobby did horribly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to call and thank you guys for that promo that they so desperately deserve. Um, Havana sucks. Everyone who's listening to this should go stream and or purchase their self-titled album, Fifth Harmony, wherever they can do music. Thanks. Good form, Bella Thorns. Bye. I'm so happy to be a harmonizer now. I feel like I'm part of a really good community. Isn't it freeing? I feel like harmonizers and hooligans have a lot in common. Namely, they're just good people. But also just, I love that this harmonizer is fully aware of his harmonizer status. He's like, I'm here to say thank you. And I'm here to not be mad, but to promo Fifth Harmony. (laughs) Right. The harmonizer is not like inflating his impact. He's like, this is a struggle. No, (laughs) and he's not mad. He's like, thank you. I appreciate the promo. Like, even though it was like kind of mean and a little bit mocking, like I still appreciate it. Also buy Fifth Harmony on iTunes or whatever he was promoing. Because if you're a harmonizer, you take what you can get. You know? Truly, as I know now, as a harmonizer, I and take those what I can are get. those are the types of fandoms I want to be in. I only want to be in an underdog fandom. If my my object of stan is too popular, I know I'm in the wrong place. That's also some of the most vicious fandoms. Standoms are the ones that are the largest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ones that really don't need to be that passionate, like mm-hmm. Beyonce's and Taylor Swift's. Mm-hmm. You do not want to cross either of those fandoms. No. No, and also, those are, like, the fandoms that everyone's kind of in. Because everyone likes Beyonce and everyone likes Rihanna and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, of course, that's a given. Of course, we all love Rihanna. But being, like, a Tanache stan or, like, a Fifth Harmony stan, it requires extra effort on every level. You're defending left and right. <laughs> um, do you want to do the next call? Yeah. Um, so, I guess we got we got a lot of calls about... We can't play all of them. About we boats? Gotta, we got a ton of calls about boats this is why so we many should not talk about anything <laughs> because it's like you you're the boats people, you missed <laughs> you people get riled up no it's fine tell me more about boats please I, educate me about boats first of all we're gonna play this phone call hi Lindsay and bobby i have a really important question who the fuck is josh thank you wow Bobby, who the fuck is Josh? Who the fuck is Josh? Josh made a cameo on Thursday's episode. Josh is my fiance, and he knows a lot about boats. And he called in about boats, and we're going to play his call right now. Ugh, we don't. Do we really have to play Josh's call just because you're marrying him? Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. As you might expect, it's Josh. Uh, I called just because I feel like I wasn't really given a chance to explain the boats that I was talking about, uh, namely. Prince of Wales, uh, which was the one of the flagship ships in the Royal Navy in World War II, which Churchill himself rode uh, when he met with FDR to decide what the post-war world would look like after defeating the Nazis. So that seems pretty good. Uh, they took care of that whole thing. But then uh, that ship itself was a dreadnought, which was the original kind of design for what all of these ships were during that uh, the 20th century. And um, another one of those was the Bismarck, which was the biggest ship Germany has ever built. Um, the Royal Navy, of course, ended up sinking that one. Um, but again, they kind of got these grandiose, cool names. I think most people um, have probably heard of them, even if they don't know it. 
Um, and probably would be interested to know that actually the last dreadnought that's still like kicking it um, is the USS Texas. Um, and kind of finally, uh, another one of them going a little fur back was the Revenge, which was Francis Drake's flagship. Um, and that was the one that led to the, led the assault that sank the Spanish Armada. We all know about that. Uh, so those are all who's. Um, but I, but I think all of the history stuff aside, uh, the one that everyone really should know is formerly known as Bodie McBoatface, um, the unsuccessful write-in candidate for a Royal Navy research ship. She was robbed last year. All right. Thanks. I like this call because you can tell that even Josh was like, I'm He's bored. Embarrassed. Like halfway through, he was like, this sucks. I know. And <laughs> like, I don't know whether, I, doing I don't know whether to feel more bad for our audience having to sit through that or for you because you live with that person. And that's the kind of daily <laughs> content that you get for free. I will say I had forgotten about Bodie McBoatface. And it does suck that Bodie McBoatface didn't win. Yeah, that's too bad that we don't have a boat named Bodie McBoatface. Just the memory of one. Oz. Just the memory of one. Hi, Who Weekly. I had to leave the building at Buffalo Wild Wings watching football in Schaumburg, Illinois, outside Chicago, because Nick Swardson was there, and I think he's a who. Um, but the waitress asked him if he was Nick Swardson, and he said he just looked like him, and I thought that was kind of funny. All right, good form, Bella Thorne. <laughs> so I, I love that this is also like I don't know. It's kind of funny. No, it's really funny because are you I think sure it was him? I okay. Well, this is the the research I did. The really like tiny research I did. Nick Swartzen was definitely in the Chicago area <gasps> on the night of that woman's call. <gasps> you literally he was doing sh- did the research. <laughs> yeah, he was he was doing he was doing shows on Chicago. Um, that's funny. So it definitely was him. Obviously. So it definitely was Nick Swartzen. But I think that's really funny. Do you think a lot of who's do that, or do you think? No. Do you think who behavior is to say, no, I'm not that person or like, oh, I'm definitely that person. No, who behavior is like, I'm that person. Thank you for recognizing me. And like, (laughs) thank you for liking my work. And then like, yes, I will take a photo with you. Yes, I will take as many photos as you want. I will take a photo with everyone in your group. I will take your phone and I will like make the filter done myself. To be fair, a lot of people do look like Nick Swartzen. If you look at him, you're like, "Mm, yeah, a lot of people look like that. So it's not, it wouldn't be crazy for this guy to get that. But I feel like if you think someone is Nick Swartzen, it's probably Nick Swartzen. Like that's the, you know what I mean? If you think think somebody- Yeah, if you think somebody's a who, they're probably a who, because otherwise Mm -hmm. that'd be just too insane for you to misrecognize a random person for a who, you know? Misrecognize. Or whatever, you know, that's just, that's, it's too, it's too coincidental, you know? Yeah. Um, But anyway, caller, I think that really was Nick Swartzen. That's a good call. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, this is Maggie, second time caller, long time listener. So anyway... I noticed that y'all, like, were talking about Chriselle, who married that man on This Is Us, Justin Hartwell. Hartley? Hartley. Anyway, fun fact, her name is Chriselle without the E because she was born in a Shell gas station. Anyway, just thought y'all, like, might care. Okay. Yummy pop. This changed my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still, I every time I think about it, it's equally funny. So you're telling me this woman's name is Chris Shell because she <laughs> was born. C-H-R-I-S. She was born in a Shell station. Yes. Bobby found the origin of this story, and it turns out 
that so when you go to her Wikipedia, <laughs> it's there, and it's like on the day of, uh, when her mother was in her mother was went into labor at a shell station, and an attendant there named Chris like helped her get in the ambulance. She wasn't born as a, at a shell station. Her mom just went into labor at a shell station. Sure, but some guy named Chris was very helpful. <laughs> so, so she was like, "How can I combine these two amazing things that happened to me on the day of my daughter's birth, Chris and Shell?" Well, I'm going to combine them into one word. Chris Shell. On her Wikipedia, this story is under personal life, but as is the case on Wikipedia's, um, on Wikipedia entries so frequently, it says citation needed. So I was like looking, watching old interviews, and I finally found this. You should link the citation. You should give Wikipedia the citation. I should go into Wikipedia. You literally have the citation. You have the proof. You have the receipts. There is an hour-long interview she did on... Did you listen for a full hour? No, I, like, I listened for maybe 10 minutes because I was, like, flip clicking through to try to find, like, when she started talking about it. It's a 59-minute and 15-second interview. She doesn't start talking about it until, like, the 54-minute <laughs> mark, okay? <laughs> Never say with... we don't do things for oh you. Oh, my God. She did it with AfterBuzz TV, and she tells the whole story. Someone... Because at the end of the interview, they're like, oh, we have some questions for... Uh, viewers from viewers uh-huh. it's like number uh-huh. one who are these people asking questions in 2015 I guess she was on Days of Our Lives we already Days did this lives. I don't need to do Whatever. this again doesn't matter now where does your name come from on that same level where, where yes. does the name come from well um, so sorry for those of you who heard this a lot I, uh, <laughs> I'll make it quick it's basically uh, my mom was having car trouble <laughs> okay. pregnant. but remember when the shell stations had the mechanic yeah. thing well, there. Yeah. Yeah. so she was getting her car work done and she went into labor and wow. so I wasn't born in a shell station the guy oh, you know, I go, the hot you know the ambulance comes everything but the, the man that was working there was so lovely to her and holding her hand mm-hmm. and um, everything and his name was Chris and she wanted to somehow incorporate his oh, name and name um, me after him for helping her and yes. so she thought Chris and it was shell so it's Chris it's absolutely true. I couldn't believe it when this caller called in, but you know what? Chriselle is named after a shell station and a guy who worked there named Chris. Okay, next call. And now she's married to the guy from This Is Us whose name doesn't matter. Next Justin call. Hartwell? Hartley? Hartwell? Justin Hartley. Okay. Hey, Who Weekly. This is Maggie. Um, so I was just wondering who on earth Demi Mobby is and why does the Daily Mail keep pitting her against Kylie. Okay. Um, also, next time you come on tour, you should come to Texas. Great. Yummy pop. Thanks. First of all, we were in Texas earlier this year. Looks like you didn't come. <laughs> Very rude of you, caller. We were in Texas. Not part of this tour, but we went there for South by Southwest. We'll go again. Mm, we'll go again. Uh, second of all, we've... Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay and I were talking about this before recording... Uh, we have spoken about Demi Rose Mobby several times um, and then cut the segment. It was so I don't so know boring. really why. Because it was so boring. It was like, who's this girl who looks like Kylie Jenner who dated Drake maybe? Or who dated Tyga maybe? Tyga. Who did she? J- Basically, she she dated somebody once and then the Daily Mail is now obsessed with her and talks about her constantly. She dated Tyga for certain and has confirmed that. I just remember for a while you were very angry because the Daily Mail kept calling her just Demi for a little bit, not much time. And you were like, there is no way in hell that this is the just Demi. There's oh, yeah. there are at least two other Demis that are higher than this Demi to be calling oh my God. her Demi. It's like, and it's like the two other Demis and then a, pr- a pretty decent gap and then this Demi. I know. You know. And I feel like the Daily Mail just 
after she dated Tyga, decided that she would become like in their news cycle. So let me read to you some of the headlines that this Demi, so you can get an idea right. of like what kind of coverage she gets on the Daily Mail. She um, I looks just looked like, up She articles. looks like you mixed, if you want to picture this woman, she has like Kylie Jenner's body type, but then her face, she looks like, tell me if I'm right, she looks like a mixture between Ariel Winter yes. and Emily Ratajkowski. Yes, 100%. She looks like a, like a perfect mesh. Yeah but then with Kylie's exact body. Okay, so here's some of the headlines that you get when you search um, Demi Rose Mobby on the Daily Mail. This is what they're saying. Um, oh, I think she also dated Bieber for a little bit. Anyways, very a very little bit. Um, she's scarily sexy. Demi Rose sends fans wild as she puts ver- her, her very ample assets on full display as she tries out a range of racy Halloween costumes. Quote, this isn't a catfish. Busty Demi Rose Mobby confirms she is looking for lug- love on dating app Huggle after revealing Jesus. that she is happy being single following fling with Tyga. Brawless Demi Rose Mobby comes dangerously close to a wardrobe malfunction as she flaunts her very ample assets in plunging LBD at magazine party. Um, topless Demi Rose covers her ample bosom with her hands and a giant gold panther chain as she poses <laughs> for a wet and wild photo shoot in Ibiza. Ugh. Um, I just, it's, it's, I feel like Daily Mail writers are always on the edge of their seat the moment, like, anyone is within, a, like, a few inches of exposing a nipple. They're always Yeah, like, they get an alert on their phone. Like, I know. Their phone goes off. It's wild. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, it's like, just barely. It's like, they, 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 they report on near misses when it comes to exposed nipples as though like if the nipple happened to become exposed something would explode you know mm-hmm, <laughs> no like truly. some sort of bomb would go off somewhere it's true no and i don't even think that this person has even exposed herself ever she just comes so close she comes so, so close. close but that's what they live for oh my god oh my um, god so she basically the you're has, the line. she has not revealed like anything about herself other than the daily mail just like taking her instagram photos and writing articles about them you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right i really like this this story on the sun <laughs> this story on the sun uh they had an interview with her like a year ago i guess and they were asking you know how how did you become famous how did this all get started because she has millions of followers on instagram mm-hmm. and this quote is really good she goes i posed for selfies and pictures and it just grew from like sixty thousand to two hundred thousand to a million to 3.2 million now and it's like wait a second but the <laughs> yep that's you how didn't it works tell us you didn't tell us how you got from one to 60 because i feel yeah, like that's well, the hurdle like once you cross a certain threshold can't it's you read easy to gain she posed for selfies and pictures and it just grew <laughs> no Post i mean she one was selfie gets sixty thousand. she followers. was rumored she to have dated space. she dated tyga she was rumored to have dated drake and bieber and that's how you get your instagram count to 3.2 million followers 100 mm-hmm. percent um good for her i guess i don't know and she's uh it says that she's in like the backgrounds of videos for like dj khaled and chris brown but mm-hmm. i don't really see any receipts sure, there sure, and sure. it seems like this it seems like uh an uncredited role perhaps so it may be hard to find footage of this um but anyway yeah she's just an instagram model who is constantly flaunting her quote enviable curves and she's always on the brink of letting something become exposed but it never does become exposed much to the daily mail's chagrin and we can move on to the next call the model who used to date kelly jenner's ex tyga wowed fans with her latest racy outfit 
The Demi Rose Mobby Instagram reveal saw the Birmingham-born star flash her nipples as she wore a completely see-through net top. Demi had clearly decided to leave her bra at home, judging by the flash. The beauty team the barely their asset holder with matching blue net bottoms. Hi Bobby, this is Brielle from Chicago. I actually saw you guys live. It was the best ever, so thank you so much for stopping by. Um, I was just calling because I was perusing Instagram last night and I saw a bunch of pictures. I, you know, I got in the rabbit hole and I saw a bunch of pictures of Wells Adams um, from JoJo's season of The Bachelorette and Sarah Highland from Modern Family and it looks like they're dating now. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to see what you all know about this. This seems like every Bachelor or Bachelorette contestant's dream to actually start dating someone especially famous um, like Sarah Highland, um, even though she is definitely still a who. But anyways, just want to know what intel you have on this. Um, let us know. Thanks so much. Bye. I love the car alarm in the background of this call. <laughs> just casually going <laughs> Is on. somebody stealing your car <laughs> while you're calling? <laughs> or is it the alarm that says that Demi Mobby is, uh, yes. has been exposed? Her nipple is, is getting close is, to being revealed. freed. Um, this is a topic, you know, when there's like a topic that just kind of is the perfect like who weekly hotspot where it's like not important in any other realm, but it hits all of the buttons mm-hmm. of like a who Boy, weekly story. I. So this is like a must. This is not a we must. We got tons of calls about this. By we got way. tons of calls. It was and hard to pick one. It's a much discussed topic in the who weekly Facebook group, um, like to the point of being I know the mods were like, everyone keeps submitting this this like story people are just really into it in terms of like our community um we also talked about it at the show so i think we forgot to talk about it on the podcast it has been happening for like a week or two now Mm -hmm. which is i guess still pretty new news anyways to, to recap what the caller said um sarah highland of modern family fame not ariel winter but her sister on the show Mm-hmm. The other modern family child who recently came out on behalf of her character as bisexual. That Did was you see that? So weird. Yeah. She was like, my what? she was like, my character is bisexual. And what? everyone was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she like, it's like okay. went to the writers, the creator of the show and was like, I really need to like broaden um my character. Like, can you just give me a little bit more information about her? I really just want to learn more. And then he was like, uh, she's bisexual. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more like it's more like a character insight. It's not necessarily anything that's discussed on the show. It's explicitly. just so funny because I don't even. Yeah, it's not even on the show. It's just she decided to say that like, oh, my character is bisexual. So it's also really like to watch the the gossip coverage of that particular story was funny because it was like, how do we write about this? Because yeah. <laughs> Sarah Highland isn't coming out as bisexual. No, and neither is her, her character. Like, it's not really coming. out. Out well, she didn't come out way, on the like, show. It's just she's saying that her character is bisexual. Right. It's just like there's there are a few ways of writing that headline <laughs> in a way that will not confuse the hell out of anyone who's reading it, you yes. know? I mean, I'm still like very confused about it, to be honest. I still <laughs> kind of don't know like what it means. Anyways. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Sarah Highland, the other sister on Modern Family, not Ariel Winter, is recently had spent Halloween and dressed up in a couple's costume. Well, I guess 
a group because there was a bunch of them, but they dressed up as Stranger Things characters um, alongside Wells Adams, who, if you follow The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, he was on JoJo's season of The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Um, He is the radio DJ from Nashville that everyone had a huge crush on because he was like kind of hipstery. And then he was the bartender on Bachelor in Paradise last season, the like fraught season. And they played up this weird, weird, weird like plot line with him where they had because he wasn't there to find love. But the funny thing was there was this girl there named Danielle that was his friend. She also lived in Nashville, I think. And they had like a little dalliance and the producers kind of edited it together to be like, oh, they're like going to hook up because they were like, why about why wouldn't you? Why? What about Wells? What about Wells? You guys are best friends. Well, she left because she didn't. She was like, I'm done. I'm not finding love here. Like, I'm leaving. And he, like, walked her to the car. And then they had one kiss. And it was kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen? So, like, I don't know if everyone knows, but, like, I've known Danielle for years, like, long before I was even on The Bachelorette. We went on a date years ago. And, like, nothing ever came of it. And I just felt so horrible that she didn't get a little bit of romance there. So I wasn't going to, like, let her leave without plant one honor and then literally you kind of google to see like what happened are they actually dating in real life because that's what happens it's in the past so you try to figure it out and it was like no not really like she went to africa to do some like community service or something and he lives in nashville and then like a few months later this comes out and it's like oh he doesn't even want to date someone who is on the bachelor he's like going up the the fame list like he is not he wants somebody more famous than a bachelor contestant yeah and she and she was dating that guy from Shadowhunters for a while. Right. Um, what's his name? Dominic Sherwood. Right. And they broke up in like August or September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this happened pretty quickly. Maybe she just met, uh, what's his name? Wells. And was like, what's I got to have him. I mean, they're cute. Yeah. And they're I like their Stranger Things costumes. I like that they did two of them. Didn't they do two? Yes. Yeah, she was the kid and he was... Um, 11 first season and then she was like he was the mom and she was the kid again mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. something like that something he just like wore that. a wig or something i don't know this newest detail to the story actually adds in another who mm. did you see the instagram of her necklace no so she wore she has not like come out and said that she's dating this person but there's she instagram they're, they're in photos together they like are hugging and all these things like it's clearly there they are a thing but she posted a photo of her wearing a necklace with a W on it mm. um, and then put a Taylor Swift lyric, call it what you want, not because he owns me. Because of that lyric where it's like, I want to wear my baby's n- initials around my neck on a necklace, not because he owns me, but because he knows me. Oh, wow. That's a Taylor Swift lyric. <laughs> yeah. Which is more than they can say. You want to hear something I'm weird, sorry. too? I have a but necklace listen. with a W on it, but it stands for oh, Weber. It's your name. <laughs> It's your name. Oh, it doesn't stand for Wells. Interesting. Um, I actually have one on around my neck that's that says J A, which stands for Joe Alwyn, which okay. is actually Taylor Swift's boyfriend. That's crazy. No, so that is who she's talking to. Her hooey boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. Who? Oh, you just want to excuse to talk happen. about Joe Alwyn. Yeah, I'm just bringing it in. So she posted that photo too, but that's more evidence that they are actually dating. Yeah, and then he posted an Instagram recently. 18 hours ago that's just a picture of him smiling and the caption is a picture of me thinking about a picture of you and he tagged sarah highland this is like too much <laughs> like they've been dating for four minutes and i'm already like slow down guys relax <laughs> they are in 
love. They're in love. Amazing. A match made in television hell. The photo of them holding each other and looking each other, quote to quote people, staring lovingly into each other's eyes in front of a twinkly backyard. He captioned, backlit AF. Very romantic. People seem to, but what's nice about this or whatever is that like this is a this is a relationship that people are really into. Like all the comments are super positive. Everyone's like happy. He's like a good guy on the show. He's like kind of a mm. he has he didn't do anything wrong. And she's I don't know people like her. That she has fans and oh stuff. My God. And also just the the tabloids r- respond so positively to seemingly good. It, like almost excruciatingly boring people. Yeah. And these yeah. two are both of those things. I can't wait for their wedding when all of the modern family people will get to go to another wedding together. And then like mm. it'll be covered mm. like um, what's mm. his face's wedding. That was insane. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait till like all the rude stories about how Ariel Winter like. Uh, oh, she's so stole mad. Stole the spotlight in like yeah. some other outfit. You can. <laughs> some other outfit. Ariel Winter will wear something very like loud the, the tabloids will say that they're fighting. And then Sarah Hyland will be like, I loved what she wore. And we'll be like, didn't, I don't care. Didn't Sarah Hyland recently get mad at the tabloids or the paparazzi or something like a few weeks ago before this came out? She like put out some sort of notes appian statement. Did you see this or was notes it just? Appian? Yeah. She clapped back against bo- a body shaming article. Yeah. In a hilarious video. I literally Googled Sarah Hyland claps back and I got it. People said that she had plastic surgery and she right. was like... And she right. went on a ton of a ton of tweets. It was an epic Twitter clapback. Very cool. Mm. Is that it for that? Yeah, I'm already bored. They're boring. I'm bored. They're boring. They're boring. Okay, this one. <laughs> this is really stupid. Hey, Who Weekly. This is Andrew from New York. Um, I'm waiting for a subway and the train's coming right now. But I'm just looking at this poster for Big Apple Circus here. And it's featuring Nick Walenda and Grandma. Who is Nick Melinda? But then who's Grandma? Oh, no, the train. Um, it's loud. I'm sorry. But who's Grandma? And how can, like, how can, like, Grandma be a person? Like, or be, like, a person that you know? Can you hear me? Oh, well. All right. Bye. <laughs> who's Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> who's Grandma? I, I love that I thought they place. closed like, the circus forever. Who's Grandma? No, I think they just got rid of elephants. No, I thought that the Big Apple Circus literally closed. Or was that the... I'm pretty That's sure That's Ringling they, Brothers. No, Ringling Brothers. So they didn't close the Big Apple Circus. They the Big closed Apple the Circus other is one. separate. Okay, the Big so... Big Apple Circus is and separate. And Grandma's back. Who's Grandma? Grandma's back. Well, first of all, he asked who Nick Walenda is. And Nick Walenda is a high wire guy. Okay. And I guess he got, he got hurt in February because he walks on a high wire for a living. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he survived and he's like, guess what? I'm back on my bullshit. So he's like back on the high wire, like having the time of his life. So I guess it's sort of like triumphant that Nick Walenda is back doing high wire. Um, but grandma... <laughs> Who's grandma? Grandma is a clown. Oh, okay. And apparently grandma's like a very iconic clown. I'm no. not really like deep into the clown scene, but um, <laughs> We're going to get so clown... many calls being like, how dare you shame grandma? <laughs> Grandma's apparently a very, very iconic and famous clown, and Grandma was an uh, uh, integral part of the Big Apple Circus for a really, really long time until retiring well, in 2012. She, well, she's a grandma. She's, like, elderly. Well, she's, grandma. <laughs> she's a grandma. And so... Gra- is Grandma played by a guy? <laughs> Grandma's played by a guy, which, you know what? Grandma's played by a guy named Barry Lubin. Oh, okay. And so Grandma's coming back, and I guess this is the big deal because it's been five years since Grandma's been there. But anyway, so... <laughs> I just, 
I love this. I just love grandma hearing you talk grandma. about this. Is this so, so this was an Us Weekly, like an exclusive, seen, like Grandma's Back. No, this is a New York Daily News exclusive okay. Grandma's exclusive. Back. Have you seen the photos? <laughs> no. Have you seen the photo? Let me send you a photo of Grandma being back. Hold okay, on. I just want to get see. your reaction Hold of on. Grandma being back. Are you texting it to me? Yeah. Okay. Grandma, she's back. <laughs> Oh my God. grandma! Grandma's like sprawled out in Lincoln Center in front of the fountain, <laughs> but there are like Holding people a... behind her, just like casually like, like oh, looking at like, oh, grandma, she's oh, that's just grandma anyway, so again. Grandma's been doing this for a really, really long time, and grandma says, grandma's been doing this for forty-two years. Okay, also. okay. They approached me several months ago, being like the organizers of the Big Apple Circus before the sale has taken place. We would love to have you for the fortieth anniversary. I said, I'm all ears. I actually do have pretty big ears. My favorite thing about my favorite thing about this interview is, um, God, I love this article. Okay. And the clowns got more new stuff. Although Lubin won't tip his hand. Quote: what? I have a repertoire which I'm sure we'll draw from. He said, but we're also going to try new material and do our best to advance the art. Says a man in a wig dressed as a grandma holding a giant canvas bag. I mean, how much could your stick really to evolve? The yeah, art? how much could you really evolve the art if you're a grandma character? I mean, I if guess you're a grandma character know. where you're just like where the bulk of your joke is like, LOL, a man in a dress. Yeah. How far how far ahead can you take this joke? Well, anyway. I feel like clowning is so because now we have actual drag queens who like do amazing stuff. Now clowning is like if you're going to just be a drag queen clown, like that's not as fun, you know? Like that's you're not like a juggling man dressed as a as a woman, as an old woman is not fun. Like give me a drag queen in full no, it's very like attire. Yeah. Doing it's, like a golden girls bit. Like give me real camp and art. Yeah, give me <laughs> we need camp. We need drag. We don't, I don't need know. We don't need, uh, what's his name? Barry Lubin in a Grandma. Gig. Get out of <laughs> here, Grandma. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, it's Marion. Um, I would love for you guys to talk about um, Dacre Montgomery, who is on the new episode, uh, the new season of Stranger Things. And um, this website called GQ.com published a video of his, um, <laughs> of his audition tape recently that was like, he wasn't wearing a shirt in. And then also he um, had some, like, Instagram stories where he was, like, maybe – I don't know how to describe the dancing, but it was, like, like Magic Mike-style popping and locking, perhaps. And he was also wearing not a shirt. Um, and then he recently did something that is, like, what I would describe as, like, aspirational Zen behavior, which is he posted an Instagram video on his main Instagram page of, like, trying to explain to people that water is a human right which like fair but um like he's all like he's been famous for like two weeks and he's already shilling for water uh nonprofits, which i think is very interesting so um if you guys could just like give us a primer on dacre montgomery and if there's anything we need to know about him uh also he's very hot which is great um i would really appreciate it bye okay i just like i think there's a lot of Yes, it's true. He's only been famous for two weeks and it might all be going to his head because like he is behaving like someone who's been doing this forever. Right. <laughs> um, but I feel like there's no better or at least at the time that he got the job, I feel like there's no better guarantee yeah. than, oh, you're really hot and you have a recurring role in Stranger Things season yes. two. Like well, the biggest show in that clip. It's he knew literally, he would become it's famous now or never. No, it's totally right. now or never for this guy. He plays the like mean brother in Stranger Things season two, which is brother. a new character that I feel like is he, not that good, at, like, but people are obsessed absolutely with. absolutely 
worthless in terms right. of the show's like narrative. <laughs> right. They made no right. like there was when you see what his character is leading up to in the final episode, it's like this is it. So he's played by this guy whose name is Dacre Montgomery, which is Dacre. quite the name. Is that how you pronounce that? Dacre. I think it's Dacre. Yeah. He's Australian. That's why he has a weird name. Sorry, Australia. Um, <laughs> and he played Jason, the Red Ranger, in the 2017 reboot of Power Rangers. If you remember, that was when Becky, Becky G. G played a gay Power Ranger. Becky G, she's back. <laughs> and she's gay. Um, So that's him. And what's great about him is that he's done two things and is now shilling for the Thirst Foundation, Thirst Project, um, in a few videos, which is great. He has to keep his – do you notice his Instagram is gridded? So he's really into like Oh, and he has to do three at a time. Yeah. He has to do three at a time. So he did two different water videos. And in the middle, it just has the Thirst Project logo. Hey, everyone. Daika here. I just wanted to introduce you to an organization that I love called the Thirst Project. And then there's um, lots of photos of him online, uh, topless and dancing, which honestly makes sense with the character. Honestly makes sense. And he's like... He's, like, obscenely attractive. It's almost, like, frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, when you scroll through his... Like, he's a model. Like, he... You can tell he has a modeling background also. Oh, 100%. But it's, like... It's perfect that he's shilling for a company called Thirst. But he's just been waiting for his big break. So he had everything, you know, ready to go, locked and loaded. He <laughs> knew how he was going to, you know, reveal himself to the world as, like, a new famous person. Right. And he's doing it all. He's, like, doing so much. But I feel like this has been in... What it's been ready strangers for so long, thing you know? person has not done too much? Can you name one? The kids. No. Mm. Which, what? The kid, the... The Winona Ryder's kid, Will, the one who gets completely fucked over this season. <laughs> the one who's like... Again. Oh, what, him? Will? You think um, he doesn't and, do too much? Yeah. And then the smart kid. The the black kid. The one black kid. He doesn't do too much. He doesn't do too much. Like, he doesn't have a presence outside of the show and neither does Will. And I would argue that the kid who is the one who is also in It does a little bit but is worth it because much. he's good in It. He's good in It. He's better in It than he is in Stranger Things. Uh, every kid in It is better than the kids in Stranger Things. What is that kid's name? I want to get their names. Um, His name is Wolfhard or whatever. <laughs> no, that's Finn. Finn I'm Wolfhard. I'm talking about the kids who don't do too much. Oh, you don't even know their names. names. It just proves you do. This is why all we know is Millie Bobby Brown, but we don't know anyone else's fucking name. I know, it's just name. Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, the, one, the other kid who does too much. Uh, kid. Yeah. The long-haired kid. Um, oh, who's in that commercial Galen, for like Galen, Galen Matarazzo, who's yeah. not Heather Matarazzo. He does brother. a lot. He does a lot. Um, his name is Caleb McLaughlin. He doesn't do too much. Uh-huh. Uh, and Will Noah Schnapp, he doesn't do too much. Yeah, it's crazy that um, at the in Stranger Things, they credit all the children as being Millie Bobby Brown. You know, like <laughs> when you watch the when you watch a show, it's like starring Millie Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown and Millie Bobby Brown as <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> See, the thing no. is, is like when you do too much, we know your name. If you don't do too much, we don't know your name, but we respect you, you know? We respect you. Oh, my yeah. God. So shout out to, let's see, what are the names again? I already forgot. Oh, my God. Shout out to <laughs> Sadie Sink. Wow. Charlie Heaton. Uh-huh. Natalia Dyer. Uh-huh. Noah Schnapp. And, Lu- and Caleb McLaughlin for doing just enough. Whose names we will never, ever remember. <laughs> never, never, Meanwhile, never. Millie Bobby Brown, when I close my eyes, I see Millie Bobby Brown written on the inside of my eyelids. <laughs> She's always finding us. She's always finding us. She's a remote viewer. Hi, this is Kate Mara. I have a correction to something you said many months ago on an episode. You called my sister, Patricia, a who. You may also know Patricia by her very funny name, Rooney Mara. This is because Rooney is a them. I am a who. 
good form, Delaborn. Okay, so, um, so we have. Two so I'm calling the here. FBI, and I'm very scared. And <laughs> somebody, please help me. One is that one of you decided to impersonate Kate Mara and call in and say Kate Mara is a who, but Rooney is a them. The second explanation is that Kate Mara is the funniest person alive and and, and called in using a fake computer voice. Do you think that's say, what Kate Mara's phone voice sounds like? Maybe also. Uh, I am a who. It's a very creepy call. I really hope it is indeed Kate Mara, but we have no way of knowing. Kate, if it's really you... Uh, verify this somehow. We don't have to play the call. You know the number. We obviously know you know the number. Or you can email us at what's read up to it. Why would Kate Mara I'm... use a computer voice? I think Kate Mara might be like funny as hell. Like I think Kate Mara might Kate be Mara good. Kate Mara calling in and being like, I have to disguise myself using a computer voice, but then saying I am Kate Mara is truly the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> but again, this could easily just be some hooligan with a good sense of humor. I mean, um, all hooligans have good senses of humor. That's I'm, like, an, that's just understood. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, assume that it is, in fact, Kate Mara. So thank you, Kate, for listening. <laughs> um, that's it for today. Thank you to all of you who have come to our tour. We only have one stop left. I guess two, because but New York doesn't really count. Um, one traveling stop left. Have you bought tickets to it yet? It counts. Buy tickets to Boston. We're going to be there this Saturday. Um, buy tickets to New York, which is like even later. I don't remember the date. It's the I 19th. Think in December. The 19th. Oh, the 19th. It's oh in November God. in the 19th. Oh my God, November. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and then um, have a good weekend. And again, one more thing. Thank you, Kate Mara. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. You will Yeah. That was a headgum podcast. This is because Rooney is a them. I am a who. Good form, Bella Born.